This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 1101 of Horse Tip Daily, your almost everyday morsel of helpful hints, useful facts, and practical techniques for horse folks. Brought to you today by equestriancollections.com. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Horsemanship Radio Show. Show host Debbie Laux is joined by Lee and Hallie Hansen to chat about the training challenges and techniques for barrel horses. And we'll get right to our tip after this shopping tip from equestriancollections.com. Coach Jen here, and as usual, I'm here with Debbie from EquestrianCollections.com, and she's got the EquestrianCollections.com product of the week. What you got going, Debbie? Hi, Jen. Um, This week and next week, I'm going to be featuring some items that you can get now for your Memorial Day and your 4th of July parades and outings. The product I'm featuring this week is the Roper American Flag Western Shirts. We have them in women's well, ladies' size, and that's the long-sleeved. We have a men's short-sleeved, and we also have a boys' size, and that's long-sleeved. What these are is American flag uh, design, and um, they had these last year, and they sold out of them in no time. So I'm telling you, that's why another reason I want to feature them early in the season, because if you're even thinking about these, go ahead and order them right away. They do not stay in stock long. And they come in a lot of different sizes, and they're, I mean, more than perfect for your 4th of July stuff, but also your Memorial Day stuff. So that's why I want to tell you guys to look on our website, www.equestriancollections.com. Look, put in the search engine, Roper American Flag Western Shirt, and all three styles will come up. They're 100% cotton. They are red, white, and blue. They are definitely, definitely American flag. They are awesome looking. The ladies is a button down and the boys is a button down. And then the men's is a polo style. And I'll tell you, we were at the Road to the Horse a few weeks back, Debbie, and we saw lots of these. They are very popular. Yes, they are. Get on it, folks. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Thank Debbie. You, yes. What are some of the training challenges that you commonly need to work through, you know, in, in barrel racing? Uh, some of those challenges I would think would um, be horses that really get into the bit for me personally. Um, you know, like Lee had mentioned, uh, everyone kind of has their own style. But for me, like a horse that really wants to lean on the bit and drop on the front end, uh, they lose all their driving power from their hindquarters. So I like a horse to be really soft in the face and drive with the hind end instead of, you know, like floating it around a barrel. Yeah. Uh, so I find that as a challenge because some people um, don't realize how to get a horse really soft in the face and it can lead to a lot of problems later on, or they just don't really understand that that horse could be leaning on the bit just a little bit and then it creates a, more of a problem later on when you add the speed to them. Mm-hmm. And are you, do you work from uh, your legs for that? How do you get them off the bit then? Do you have any secrets? Um, legs. I would say I use legs to drive their hind end up into the bit. So mm-hmm. like I'm trying to drive their hind quarters up. Um, like I think, I think of it as being an accordion. So when mm-hmm. a horse is like 
you know, an accordion will go out and come in. And I want that horse to come in together. Like it's, um, hind end driving from behind. So I'm using my legs, um, to drive that hind end up into its face. Yeah. That makes good sense. So barrel racing is, is one of those, I think it may be the only sport that where a horse is encouraged to run out of the arena at top speed, right? Do you, (laughs) that, that confuses me as to how you get the horse to go back in the arena. So like, how do you, do you save that adrenaline for competitions or do you, do you have a way to bring down that adrenaline in, in a regular training session? Uh, You know, how do you, how do you keep a horse kind of even? I would say one thing that you do is um, a horse only has so many runs in them. So um, a lot of runs in the practice pen is not something that I encourage because it gets horses hot and you want them to love their job, you know. So if you train them uh, to love their job and not go in there and work their heart out every time, um, a horse a horse is going to do what they can for you, I find. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I Lee, watched. Do you have anything? Oh, Lee. Okay. Yeah, please. I think, too, what I see a ton is uh, similar to what Allie said, but but also different. Like, um, I think people just expect, and she, she alluded on it, and not only when um, when you're running your horse in the practice pen, but, you know, we'll go to, and we ride the younger horses in the fraternities, you know, so they're, they're only four and five. It's their first year competition, and we might go to 15 or 20 fraternities throughout the year, and they're all different formats, and uh, you know, some you just need to make it back to the short go. Some you need to ride for the average. But sometimes you see these people that just call on their horse for 110% of everything that feeds through their their veins every time they run them down the alley. And it's just no fun. And I think that's one of the things that I so respect about Hallie and why she's been so successful year after year is that she's just not willing to jeopardize the future of the horse. And everyone in the industry knows it. And Hallie may not ride as hard aggressively as all of these, uh, some of these other fraternity trainers. Um, but her horses always end up on top because she lets them perform when they're ready to. Um, like she said, a happy horse will do their best for you. And I think you see that come out of Hallie's program because she doesn't call on them for everything they have every time she runs them down the alley. I'm really glad to hear that. I'm, so I know it, a lot of people It's not just are. in the practice pen, it's in the pen too. Yeah. Very good. And, and I hardly saw, I don't know if I saw you guys pick up a crop once uh, in all the, the videos that I watched and the performances I watched. Is What's your philosophy Rarely. on that? Yeah. Yeah. Have um, you ever trained? Oh, go ahead. Well, I was just thinking on that philosophy. Sometimes I think like a horse, uh, in order to get them to run, you don't necessarily have to whip them to go, you know, but um, it's all on body weight and just like letting that horse come on as they can the first couple months of uh training or competition they might not be there right in there but if you force that out of them they're not as eager to do it the next time so i try to kind of encourage them but not take all the heart out of them either Mm -hmm. i would also add to that i think if you watch enough people run down the alley with a whip in their hand i think a lot of times it's just really distracting for that person and the horse. Like they're just not like their timing's really off and they're way too worried about whipping. And then they're, they're out of balance or let the horse be out of position and you kind of watch it and you'd be like, gosh, you would have been a half second faster if you just put that whip down. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it makes sense to me too. And the horse thinks backwards. I think when, when something's happening back behind them <laughs> rather than forward, yeah. which is where you want their brain. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I watched in, in, um, in Brazil, they're training with four barrels. Have you, have you ever trained with four barrels? I'm training now, not competing. I have not. Um, I do know, uh, some other trainers that, you know, have exercises or drills with four barrels. Um, for me, I keep it the same pattern every time for the horse. Uh, so I don't use four barrels, but I have seen other people do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and Lee? you've seen people use that before you know like i said there's a lot of different ways to train and a lot of different ways to win but if you think about the way that we do it and hallie's philosophy on it and my philosophy on it you know i i think these horses are young enough and trying to figure it out and mm -hmm. the more solid you can make them by just doing the same thing every single time i think the better they end up on the long run again i'm not discrediting mm -hmm. any drills I'm not crediting yeah. anything that other people do. It's just what works for us. And if, and if you just logically peel that back apart, it makes the most sense because our horses are never running down the alley thinking, oh, they're going to be four barrels here, or four <laughs> barrels here this time. Am I going to be yeah. going all left this time? I mean, they, they know that when Hallie runs down the alleyway, they're going to go right, left, left, or left, right, right every single yeah. time. Well, there you have it. You can find links to today's guests at horsetipdaily.com. And don't forget, you can have all of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go by downloading the free Horse Radio Network app for your iPhone or Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network, or you can subscribe via iTunes. This podcast was made possible through the generous support of EquestrianCollections.com and listeners like you. Learn how you can help support Horse Radio Network programming and qualify for auditors-only perks by going to Horsetipdaily.com and clicking on the Become an Auditor banner in the center of the page. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.